welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Stephanie Dabrowski, your anxiety relief coach and healing guide. I help you conquer anxiety with holistic methods by teaching you strategies, tips, and coping skills for anxiety and stress management, helping reprogram your thought patterns so you can learn to love yourself, and changing your lifestyle and habits for long-term relief. We will also uncover the roots of your anxiety, traumas, and codependent patterns so you can break free from the anxiety holding you back and live a happier and more confident life. Thank you for being here and spending your time with me today. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to this very, very special episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about my journey of starting this business, starting what I do now and how I went through the process of quitting my PhD program, which was in earth sciences, ocean sciences, and marine chemistry, um, and how I dove into this career that basically has nothing to do with any of that stuff. It has, I mean, what I do now is very much rooted in psychology and spirituality. Um, it's life coaching, it's trauma healing, it's anxiety relief coaching. It is, um, teaching in a very different way. It's showing up online. It's marketing online. It is creating YouTube videos and podcasts, like none of which I had the skills to do before I started this. Right. And now I am full-time in my business. So I want to share what it felt like when I knew that I needed to leave my PhD program and my track and my previous career to start this business, um, what that really felt like, like what that unhappiness felt like. I'm going to dive into what got me there, like what got me into being in almost the wrong career, um, what got me to shift the, like my passion and mission that I discovered. Um, and I'm going to be sharing tips for you to be able to do the same, maybe not in particular, like starting your own business. Although this podcast is going to be really helpful for anyone who is an aspiring entrepreneur or someone who aspires to work for themselves, but it's also going to be really helpful to you. If you are someone who wants a career different than the one that you have that wants a job different than the one that you have, um, or even a different work environment than the one that you have. And this process that I'm going to be speaking you to you about is also one that I will be teaching on in the self-discovery retreat. Um, and the self-discovery retreat is going to be an excellent way for you in one weekend to get the amount of coaching that I would do with you over like a month or more. Um, because in one weekend, you're going to get six to eight hours of like live coaching and teaching from me, where you're going to be learning a lot of tools that I'm going to be talking about that help me um, with this process. You're going to have community and support and love from the 10 to 15 other people who are going to be in the self-discovery retreat. Um, and also the sooner you buy your tickets, the sooner you will be able to join the group chat. So the, for a free bonus, um, in the group chat, you will be able to talk with me and the other people who already have their tickets to the retreat to start this mindset work, to start this confident self-confidence work, to start discovering the passion and the purpose that you are meant to have and the way in which you are meant to live, the lifestyle, the career that you want to build. Um, you'll be able to start the work to get there earlier than the retreat. So the actual retreat is on May 15th and 16th, which is um, about 10, 11 days from when I am recording this, um, and posting it. So it's going to be less than a week or about a week, um, from when this podcast uploads. So if you're listening to it, please click the link below to find out more about the self-discovery retreat and to get your tickets to it. Um, so diving in, what did it feel like when I knew I needed to shift when I knew that just, I was not on the right path? Um, well at that time, so this journey in my business or to start my business started a little bit more than a year ago, um, about a year and a month ago is when I got my first, um, client and several months before, a couple of months before that was when 
I started to have this idea. So it was around um, October of 2019 that I remember being at this really, really low point in my life. Um, I was really, really unhappy. And there was this moment actually when I went on a trip with my partner to Acadia in Maine and we were watching the sunset and I was just, I didn't, I couldn't feel happy even though I was on vacation, right? Because I had my PhD program and my research and everything to go back to. And I just started thinking about that and I was crying. And I said to my partner, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I hate what I'm doing right now. And I don't, I don't want to become a professor. Like, I don't think that's the right thing to do. Like, I don't think I'm doing the right thing. And I like, it just was this really strong sense of heaviness and unhappiness and like constantly feeling like I was never doing enough, um, in, in my P like in my PhD or in my graduate student position in my research position. And it was a lot of dissatisfaction with the work that I was doing. So even though I was, uh, so many other people saw positive aspects of my job, right? They saw me being sent to, like, I've been to Alaska. I've been to Eastern Siberia. I've been to San Diego, California. I've been to Paris. I've been to Germany. Um, I've been to like part, parts of British Columbia and Canada, like all because of being a graduate student and researcher in oceanography. Um, I was sent to all of those places as like part of my job and other people saw that and they were like, oh, that that is, that's amazing. And um, the fact that I was also getting paid to get my PhD was something that was, that other people saw as amazing too. So the thing about, if you're not familiar with it, when you apply for a PhD program um, in, in sciences and also in like engineering or mathematics, they will cover your tuition. And then they also give you a small, um, pretty small stipend or salary on top of that. Um, like a living stipend is basically what it is, but it's like a salary because you end up becoming, you are a researcher and a worker in the lab for your advisor. Um, and so what that feeling was, was, was even though everybody else saw all these positive aspects, like I just, uh, that wasn't enough for me like going into, like, I didn't want to wake up and go into the lab. I didn't want to um, be writing pro proposals and paper after paper to try to get funding to, to, to do the research that I was doing. Um, it was really heavy and it was all consuming. Like it was something that just like never left my brain. It was something that I couldn't shut off from. Um, and the problem wasn't necessarily, it wasn't it wasn't me. I realized that the problem wasn't me. It wasn't the fact that I couldn't fit into what it was that I was doing or that I needed to get better at it. I realized that it was just not the right thing for me and that I was doing it because of what everybody else said about how awesome it was and not because it's what I wanted to do. Of course, I'm still very interested in science. And of course, I still care so much about the earth and about the environment and about climate change. And it's something that's going to be a passion of mine and a value of mine to help the environment and to take care of the earth forever. It definitely will. And um, actually in my business for when I start to create a product line, likely at the end of this year, like when I start selling um, journals or blankets or notebooks, and I don't know, I, I have a bunch of ideas. We'll see what it ends up turning into. But when I create a product line, I want it to be all um, eco-friendly or environmentally sustainable, like materials and packaging and, um, all of that kind of stuff. So, and, and I want to donate a lot of the profits from my business, um, towards environmental causes. Cause it's something I care about a fucking lot, but I, before I came to that point, realizing that I could do that through this business, like I was doing it as like my whole career. Um, another reason that I was, in that PhD program, or I was on that career track towards becoming a professor in earth sciences and climate change. And um, a, a reason that I was there is because I was very much from the time I was a kid, um, pushed into getting a job like with a really good degree, um, with a lot of prestige that would like be very secure. And so my parents always said like, you know, become a lawyer, become a doctor. My sister is actually a registered nurse and stuff, um, my younger sister. 
And my, both of my parents, um, neither, neither of them went to college. And so because they had struggled like financially, they were like, you need to go to college. You have to get a really high degree and you have to get a really good job from that. Right. And so that's what I was pushed into. And so when I was in college and people were asking me, well, what do you want to do? Right. Because I started going into chemistry, into science and math, because I was really good at it. Um, and I was good at taking tests to be honest, but that was, like a, a bit of a blessing and a curse at the same time, because I was always pushed into, okay, Hey, you're good at this. So keep doing that. But never did my parents ever ask me like, Hey, well, what do you want to do? They just told me you would make a great lawyer because you're good at debating and you were great on the ethics team in high school or the ethics bowl or debate team in high school or whatever. You'd be so great at like becoming a doctor or helping do research and stuff because you're good at science and you have good grades in science and math, right? And so it was like, hey, you should do this because your skills are this or you're good at this. And it was never, hey, what it, what is it that you want to do? What would make you happy? What do you enjoy doing? Like that was never asked of me. And so I, but I, I continued down the road of going towards becoming a professor and um, because also teachers around me, right? My professors in college and at university were like, oh my gosh, you're so good at research. You're so good at this, like go do the, do this and this and this. And right. And so the path was very clear for me from other people, like what I should quote unquote be doing. It was very clear. Like my parents were like, okay, it's really important. You have to, you have to go to college in order to not financially struggle. You have to get a secure job, like with a lot of prestige in order to not financially struggle. Like that was their belief and that was their story. And then all the professors and teachers around me were like, oh, teaching and professorship and research and science is what you're going to excel in. And here is a mapped out version of like what that career path looks like. So everybody was throwing on me, like what was a good career path or what it was that I should be doing or what they thought would be great for me. So I get to this point in graduate school where I began doing a lot more. I had been doing a lot of tutoring during college, but in graduate school, I started actually doing some teaching of some of the um, newer graduate students. And um, I was doing research at the same time. And then I was also very involved in going out to Alaska, Russia, and all that kind of stuff and doing research in the field. And my advisor got me very involved in like actually writing the papers and proposals um, to publish the research and also to get research funding, right? So I was very well exposed to what professorship or what like being a research scientist was like and teaching and all that kind of stuff. So I got exposed to all these aspects. And every time I like kind of closed my eyes and envisioned the idea of being a professor, what I envisioned was or when people ask me, well, why do you want to become a professor? I said, well, I want to become a professor because I want to be that support system like for other people that like I never had. I want to have an open door like to my office. And I was basically explaining like everything I didn't have, like what I didn't have for my parents, what I didn't have for my own teachers that I wanted to provide like in professorship. So I saw all this stuff that I was lacking, right? I was lacking my parents actually asking me what it was that I wanted to do or what it was that I would have loved. And I also saw from my professors like a lack of openness and a lack of like being welcome and a lack of care about other aspects of their lives. And so I, I said, I want to be the professor that has like a pot of tea boiling in their office, ready to go. Um, that is the kettle on for when a student comes in and they're struggling and also, I want to, I want to have snacks in there and I just want to like help students that are really struggling because I myself through, throughout high school, college, like throughout my teens and twenties, I experienced a whole lot of loss. Um, I lost my best friend, my grandmother, my godmother, and my father all within, in less than 10 years. I was in the front row of a funeral, like three times in three years. Um, like I was in the front row of the wake kind of thing, um, losing really close family members. I had, um, experienced like sexually abusive relationships 
um, at the ages and all that kind of stuff too. And I was like, I want to be that support system um, beyond just academics and beyond just teaching. Like, that's what I want to do is I want, that's what I'm really passionate about, but I didn't know how to do that outside of the role of like science or being a professor or nurse or a doctor or whatever. I was like, I just, I didn't see it. Right. Because everybody from outside of me was like, oh, you should be doing it this way. And it was, so I had mentioned this time period, October of 2019, when I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. I, I need to shift something this, I'm not going down the right path, right? That it was a, it was a sense of loneliness. It was a sense of emptiness. It was a sense of like, I don't even know myself or like who I am or what am I doing? It was this just unhappiness that was ruling my entire life that actually led to my partner who I've now been dating for six years total. Three years ago, he broke up with me for several months. Like it, I was extremely anxious. I was extremely depressed. And I was just like, it was kind of a, a wake up call at that point because I hit my lowest of lows. Um, and I was, I was burnt out and all that. And this this idea of, hey, I'm, I need to do this mission, right, of helping other people, of helping people with the same struggles and the same pain that I had, like, that was something that was sparked by my dad passing away four years ago. So four years ago, at 48 years old, he died because he was an alcoholic, he was depressed, he had a job that he was honestly just working to make money and like for the benefits. And he didn't, I don't think he ever realized that he could have better. And he hated himself so much and like, didn't take care of himself. He was obese. He had organ failure. And I honestly saw myself going down that same road. Right. So two years after he passed away, um, I just like felt myself going deeper and deeper. And that was like my breaking point um, because I saw myself overworking I saw myself um, in that, like staying in the soul sucking career, like hoping for the approval and the acceptance of my family, of my professors, of people around me, instead of actually doing what it was that I wanted to do, right? So I felt like I was in this cage. I felt like I was drowning in, un, like, in my unhealthy mind. I felt like my soul was empty. I felt... I just felt like I was living, living without a purpose. And it, it, I don't know how else to describe it, but if you've ever been there, like, and if this is speaking to you, you know, that emptiness and that unhappiness and that dissatisfaction that I'm talking about. Right. And that exhaustion, right. Because you are spending your energy working towards something that someone else has defined and mapped out for you and not what it is that you want and not what it is that you're meant to be doing, right? And so my soul was fucking screaming for me to change something, screaming for me to do something different. Um, and so my dad's death, and then me hitting my own rock bottom when it came to anxiety and eating disorders, um, being in a career that I was so unhappy in, and like struggling so much during graduate school. And when I was in research, like, it was like my spark that I was like, either I can let this kill me and I can let this keep me unhappy for the rest of my life, or this can be my fucking turning point. And me being the rebellious, the rebellious daughter of my dad that I was, because I honestly wanted nothing to do with him. I had hated him for so much of my life because he was emotionally abusive towards me. He was neglectful. And this, I don't blame him for that. There's a lot of there's a lot that has happened there. There's a lot of work that I have done in order to not forget what he did, but to forgive him for doing that because he honestly had his own shit, his own trauma from his own family um, that ended up getting dumped on me. Like it was a lot of generational trauma um, on both sides of my family that led to me having a really unhappy childhood and a struggling childhood. And so I don't blame him for that, but I became rebellious because I did not want to be like him. I didn't want to be obese. I didn't want to be addicted to alcohol. I didn't want to hate myself, but 
that was happening to me in my early twenties. I was like, holy crap, I'm drinking a lot just to like relieve the stress. I am like working at something that I am so unhappy with. I am treating my body like crap. And, um, even though I wasn't obese, like my body was not in a very healthy state. Um, and at one point in high school, I actually struggled with, um, migraines and, um, anemia. So really low iron because I was, I was anorexic at that time, even though I wasn't skinny, I was not skinny or very thin, but I was not eating enough. Um, and that led to like malnourishment and a whole bunch of complications within my body, um, because I had hated my body. Right. And so I was like, holy fuck, I hate myself. Like I am doing the same thing that my dad was doing, even though I wanted nothing to do with him and I wanted to be the opposite of him. Um, and so instead I let that be my shift to, and my spark to turn my life around. I was like, you know what? No, fuck this. I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to be depressed. Like I want to, I want to be happy. I want to enjoy my life. I want to raise my standards for the type of job that I have for how I look for how healthy I am for how happy I feel. Like I am raising my standards and I'm going to live a long time. I was like, I'm not dying at 48, 48 years is not enough time to live. And every, that was like my motivation to start living every single day. Like it was my last, I was like, I don't have time to have a career or a job that sucks my soul out of me. I don't have time to hate myself anymore. I don't have time to be unhappy anymore. Um, and that was like the, that was like the turning point for me personally. And so I started, um, I started seeing a therapist, um, I started hiring um, life and business, like life coaches and nutrition coaches to help me like um, love my body more. I started doing a whole lot of work personally. I started meditating more, doing more um, mindfulness. I started journaling. I started like working so deeply on myself, um, finding everything I could in order to like feel happier, to um, figure out what was going on with my career, to to have more of, to have more success and to have more of a life that it was that I wanted. And I also started surrounding myself with the right people because I realized that like, that I was, I was going down that path because I was surrounded by negative people, including my family and that, and that I needed to surround myself with people who were also really passionate about turning their lives around. Because I was like, I was in a really lonely place, right? I was surrounded by people who were, a lot of them were miserable. A lot of them struggled with anxiety. A lot of them like just had belief systems of like, oh, you need to have this kind of job or do things this kind of way. I was just surrounded by people with like shoulds and like, oh, this is the way that life is. And who had, who were very close-minded and who didn't have a lot of openness and confidence in different possibilities. They were just like, Oh, this is how life is. And I was like, fuck that. I don't want to be surrounded by negative people. I want to be surrounded by people who are positive, who like go after having more for their life. Like, I don't want to be surrounded by people like my dad. I want to be surrounded by people that are like the opposite of him. And so I started doing that. And I also started going all in, in shifting my career and also learning to take care of myself and all of that before I figured it all out. Um, and it was really in my like personal, personal journey of like learning to stop having anxiety attacks, getting myself out of depression, learning how to accept myself more, learning how to love myself more, um, and realize that I was deserving of more and like raising my standards and all that kind of stuff. It was when I started doing all of that, that I realized that my, that it was my gift. And now bringing this back to my desire that I had for so many years of like, I want to be that professor that has that person that has an open door, who is empathetic, who is there for other people's struggles, who is lifting them up, who is their guide, who is like that support system, who is giving so much love and acceptance and just energy to other people, but in a really good way, right? Not at the sacrifice of myself, like something that just felt so nurturing and almost like almost picturing myself as this like fairy godmother kind of person, right? I realized it was like, 
holy fuck, well, I don't have to do that as a professor. Like I can do that as my full-time gig and leave the teaching behind and leave the research behind. Like, I think that all of that is important, but my gift is turning the pain that I have been through and turning my life around and turning that into a purpose and turning that into my purpose to help other people do the same, to help other people go from being the daughters and children of alcoholics and negative family members and toxic families and victims of sexual assault and people who are who struggled with their finances or who just struggled with unhappiness into bad ass fucking beautiful confident people i was like this is my mission same thing like and also it's my purpose to turn my self-hate for my body and my struggles with eating disorders into helping people get out of that. I was like all this trauma and all this pain and all these struggles that I have faced, instead of letting them get me down, I get to turn that into my gift to heal other people and to help other people. And this was, yes, sparked by my dad's death and me hitting rock bottom and turning my own life around, but also realizing just how many people struggled with the same thing. So around that time, October of 2019, like a year and a half ago now, I um, published my first blog on like my own struggles with anxiety and managing that and learning how to get out of the depression that I was in and all of the self-care practices that I was using and all these coping tools that I had never had earlier in my life that I had learned like and how I started accepting myself. I started writing about all of that um, and how I was starting to feel good again. Um, but also like my stories of struggling with anxiety and my struggles in my past, I was writing about that and I wrote it for my grad school blog. And then I had so many people reach out to me and be like, Hey, like, this is something that I've struggled with too. And it's something that I'm so glad that you spoke on. And then I started doing more research and I found out that like one in five adults struggles with a mental illness. And I was like, the fuck, why are we talking about this? And Something that I also realized was if there was someone like me, maybe someone more approachable that my dad, maybe he would have lived because he went to therapists and counselors and doctors and stuff like that. But I don't think anyone ever really understood him and loved him enough and got to his core. And I don't think anyone was ever approachable enough for him. And I was like, this is what I can do as a coach, as a healer. And this is how I want to be compared to like a psychologist or a therapist or something like that. Because I was definitely asked, like, cause I said, I want to go full-time into helping people with their, like with their unhappiness so they can become happier and healthier. And people were like, oh, well, are you, are you going to go get a degree in psychology? Are you going to go become a counselor? And I was like, no, I don't think I want to become a counselor. And I know I don't want to do that because I think that like psychotherapy, even as wonderful as it is and how helpful it is to so many people in my own personal experience and in my own, in my family's experience, it was not enough. And I wanted to be much more personal with the people that I was helping and to share my own stories. And so coaching and healing and doing it in my own business, like I was like, that's the thing. That's the way that I'm going to help people. And so well, I'm just scrolling down and like looking at the notes here. So I cover everything. I share everything I want to share in this, in this podcast. Like that was when that was kind of my turning point, right? I shared a whole bunch of the things that I started practicing um, that like really got me um, in touch with myself. And I also want to speak to like how I really didn't have any idea what I was doing when I started this business and how if you are looking to shift your career, start your own business, start working for yourself um, just to get a different job, like you don't have to have it all figured out. But before I dive into that, I want to share some tips on how to help you discover what you really wanted, like, and what you really want and what you're meant to be doing in your own career. Like, how do you, so the question I'm answering here is, how do you discover what it is that you want. What are like, what should you do to find out what is going to make you happy versus what everybody else is defining for you? How do you break free from the cage of pleasing other people, of drowning in anxiety and depression and unhappiness? Like, how do you do that? So you need to 
get in touch to get in in touch with yourself and to uncover yourself underneath the surface of all the pain that you've been through uncover yourself from all of the beliefs and the thoughts that have been pushed on you from other people to uncover the the worthy beautiful person that you were born as a lot of what we are born with is like true happiness and pureness and this like just and and beautiful confidence toddlers are the most confident beings in the freaking world right um although we are also born with trauma that came before us right we are born with our like pain that our parents have been through we are born with um some of the pain and the trauma that have come in the generations before us as well um but overall that is not as like that is not as strong um when we are born and when we are born like we're in this pretty like overall like a pretty happy kind of state um, and, and then just, we are taught like by our parents, our moms talking about how much they hate their bodies about our parent, about our family struggling financially, financially, the fact that we can't have like financial, um, freedom and stuff like that, or like live without financial burden. We're taught by how many people we have lost that we can't trust people or we can't expect them to be around. We're taught by our abusive parents or abusive relationships that we are deserving of mistreatment, right? We're basically taught a whole bunch of bullshit and we're taught, there's a whole bunch of layers on us that are everything but our true selves. Um, And it creates, it's a lot of wounds. It's a lot of trauma. It's a lot of layers of, negative beliefs and stuff. And so the things that helped me really to uncover myself, to discover myself, like we're going to be doing in the self-discovery retreat, I'll be doing that with you on May 15th and 16th. The things that really helped me uncover myself beneath the surface of all of that pain and all that bullshit, basically, is a whole lot of meditation, which we'll be doing a lot of in the retreat, mindfulness practices, and both of these, um, got me more in touch with the present moment and helped me release a lot of the negative thoughts that I was having, that I was having. It helped me like connect more to me, um, in, and being still and these methods of practicing stillness allowed me to get really in touch with what my thoughts were. Right. And so if you struggle with answering the question of what do I really want or what, um, what is going to make me happy? If you can't answer that question, it's because you got too much bullshit and layers that are hiding you, that are hiding your connection between your brain and like your true deep self within your heart and with your, within your body, right? Deep within you, like your deep self, your higher, more true authentic self is lost in there right now. If you struggle to answer the question of what do you want? And so the ways that you get connected to what it is that you want and what it is that's going to make you happy and what your purpose is, is going to be meditation, mindfulness, stillness, a lot of journaling, actually journaling, like practice journaling the question daily of like, Hey, what do I want? How am I feeling today? When's the last time you were asked like, well, what do you want? Um, and you really got in touch with that. That's a skill, right? It's a skill to tap into your intuition, what it is that you want, what your inner core and your deep self is desiring and saying. And so that is something um, I'll be teaching you to tap into in the retreat. Um, And this is something sure you can go ahead and do it on your own, but also in the retreat, like with my own experiences with going through this um, and also my experience with dozens, if not hundreds of clients by now, um, I have like, I have a lot of experience and a lot of skill in actually helping you uncover yourself and to find out the things that are blocking you, the things that are holding you back, the beliefs and the conditioning from your parents, from society, from school, from things outside of you that are, that are stopping you from being yourself. What's causing you to people, please. The trauma that you've experienced, that's making you, um, be in this survival mode and not allowing you to connect to yourself. This is something I have so much experience in and I have 
a very strong sense of intuition in terms of knowing how you are feeling and knowing what's going on for you, because I myself has gone, have gone through a lot of that stuff. And because I've worked with so many people in doing that. Um, and I'm going to be honest, like having my, myself having, um, I mean, I did a lot of this work on my own and I also had, um, I had a therapist for several years. I had, um, other coaches, um, life coaches, fitness coaches, personal trainers. And then once I had this idea of starting my business, I had many business coaches and so, or a couple of different business coaches by now I've had two different ones. And so I, also know myself the value in having that external perspective because I could dig through a lot of it and I did a lot of that work, but I also know how transformative it was for me to have a therapist or a coach or a counselor say to me, hey, that's like a childhood experience that you have or like, hey, what's actually going on with underneath the surface? And hey, that's, this is, I can pinpoint the source of this to that, or, Hey, what's going on with you and actually guiding me through the questions to help me uncover myself. Um, and so, yeah. And other, other things or other things that are important for you to help you actually shift and answer the question of like, well, what do I want and what is my career and what is my purpose and what is my passion and what should I be doing or how should I be running my business is working a lot on accepting yourself to discover how worthy you are and discover that you deserve to have what you want. Um, and so this is the self-acceptance work. Um, I also call it inner child work. It's a lot of work around giving yourself the love and the kindness um, and the acceptance that you might not have been given enough of that I promise you were probably not given enough of. Um, if you struggle with your self-esteem, if you struggle with asking what it is that you want, it's because People didn't accept you for who you are. Like my parents constantly said, oh, you should go be doing this or you should go be a doctor or a lawyer. It was like, you should, 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 instead of just like, hey, I love you as you are. And you don't have to do anything more to be successful or to be good enough, right? And so this is something we'll be doing through journaling. We'll be doing this through practices as well. So actually um, as part of the self-discovery retreat, I'm going to be giving you guidance on how to take yourself on a date and how to start to like, just really take care of yourself and love on yourself. Um, and, and we're just going to, we're going to be talking, I'm going to be coaching you a lot on accepting you where you are at. Um, because if you are not accepting where you are at, if you're not grounded within like, Hey, this is where I'm at today. And you're not honoring yourself and honoring all of your feelings and honoring just where you are, wherever you are in your career, your business, your finances, your life. If you're not honoring that, then your mind is going to be always filled with thoughts about judgment about yourself, about other people judging you about you not being enough. And you're not going to, and all of that is going to be buzzing around your brain and so loud. And you're not going to be able to tap into you and yourself. Um, and so that's why in the retreat, the second theme of it, um, or the second theme that I'm going to be teaching on is this, is recharging your batteries, taking care of yourself and accepting yourself as you are, because you cannot, you cannot feel worthy of having a better job, of having a better career, of having more money in your life, of having a job that lights you the fuck up and having a career that lights you the fuck up. If you aren't feeling worthy of it, right? So this self-acceptance work, this inner child work, the affirmations I'm going to take you through, the journaling I'm going to take you through, the intuitive movement practices to get in touch with your body and how you're feeling and accepting how you feel, emotional coping practices, energetic practices to get in touch with how you feel and your worthiness to, to take care of yourself. Like without that, you're not going to be able to have what it is that you want once you discover it. Um, another thing that's super powerful is surrounding yourself with people who are constantly asking like, Hey, what is it that I want? And going after it and getting it for themselves, whether that is positive relationships or whether it is like having a job they feel really good in or a business they feel really good about. So I surrounded myself with entrepreneurs. I surrounded myself with people that weren't just entrepreneurs, but people who were, um, wanting to do things differently, like surround yourself with 
with people who are breaking, who are also breaking free from generational and family trauma, who are also not letting the pain of their past, like define them, like get inspired by those people and constantly be fucking around them, around them. Be, you get to choose the people you are around. And this is what's going to be so powerful about the self-discovery retreat. And what's powerful about working with me is you are surrounding yourself with people who are doing the same thing other aspiring entrepreneurs, other people who fucking hate their jobs and want careers that they are happier in, or who want to um, have jobs where they are more appreciated, or who want to like, who want to make big shifts in their lives that are not what their families approve of. And to like, and to, to go to have more and to have a better life and to have more happiness and to just for things to be fucking better, right? You got to surround yourself with people like that. And in the retreat, you're going to be surrounded by me and also all of the other people who are in the retreat. So it's the maximum size of the retreat is going to be 15 people. I'm aiming for it to be around 10 to 15, um, which I think is going to be such a great size for having other people to relate to on the struggles that you have had in the past as well. Um, and also to have enough like cheerleaders for you to help you really feel motivated in going after what it is that you want in your own career, in your own business, um, in your job, like in your lifestyle, et cetera. And now I want to come and circle back to going all in and your permission to do that, like before you figure it all out. And so just want you to know you're not going to have everything figured out. And I had many struggles um, when I was, when I finally realized like, okay, my role is to help other people heal. And my role is to start a business. I had people doubting me. Like I was saying earlier, they were saying, oh, well, are you going to get a degree in psychology or psychotherapy or something like that? And I was like, No. And they're like, well, how are you going to make money if you don't have a degree in it or how you're not qualified enough to be helping people with that? And I was like, the, the hell, like I'm not qualified. I've been, this is my life. I think I'm qualified in my own life experiences and I'm qualified in breaking free from the trauma of having an alcoholic father and experiencing sexual trauma and in managing anxiety and in healing from depression and all of that kind of stuff. Like I have experience in that because I have gone through it. Right. But I had people doubting me. I had my own family doubting me. Um, when I told my advisor in spring, like around about one year ago, so around, um, March of, of 2020 that I was, quitting my PhD program and that, um, we needed to figure out like how I could leave. Right. So I ended up leaving with a master's and I graduated with a master's in September. Like he initially was like, he was very doubtful. He was like, but you know, you're so like, I totally was not expecting this. I did not like, you're one of my best students and you're one of my best workers and all that kind of stuff. And it was just like, and then I even had best friends telling me, it's like, well, you're not certified to work with people who experience trauma. And like, how can you help people heal? Like, I, I just had so many people saying that it was a bad idea to start a business in a, in the pandemic, that it was a, that I didn't know what I was doing, that I wasn't qualified and all of these things. I had, I had my own mom saying that I shouldn't do this because I was throwing away all of the funding that um, I had gotten from the government, all the money that my dad and like my, even I had spent on schooling. They were like, you're throwing all this away. And um, this is something you're just going to go do for a little while. And you're going to come back to this or whatever. You just need to go figure shit out. And so I had lots of people doubting me and I was doubting myself too, because I was quitting a career in which I was very qualified in on paper um, and going into something completely new. Um, and it was also the pandemic and I was isolated. Um, so I didn't have a lot of friends and I didn't have a lot of support. And another struggle that I had was like, I didn't really know the steps. I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know how to do email marketing. I didn't know how to get clients. I didn't know how to get speaking engagements, which at that time was when I first, um, envisioned my dream of being like a Ted speaker, like on a Ted stage, um, because I had just been personally so inspired by people who 
who were um, TED speakers. I was listening to like the TED um, podcast at that time. Um, and I was inspired by people having their own books. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to go speaking all over the country. I had no idea how to do that. I had no idea how to coach people. Um, I didn't really know how to teach on like how to heal from anxiety. I didn't know how to create contracts. I didn't know how to communicate with clients. Okay, so long story short is I didn't know how to fucking do any of this. But I didn't let that stop me. Um, and what I did because I didn't, well, because people were doubting me because I was quitting what I knew. And because I didn't really know the steps of like working for myself or creating business is I got help in that. Um, I joined, um, groups and I joined other, like what is called a mastermind group, which is like a hybrid one-on-one and group coaching program. And that typically includes a, like a retreat. And I actually in, um, starting around June 1st, um, I will be hosting my first mastermind program, which is going to be a super high level one-on-one, um, and group coaching experience. Um, if you are interested, if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, you want to leave your career, or you just have this attitude of wanting more for your life and you want, um, to work with me one-on-one as well as having this like group of people that are cheering you on, um, in a very high level way or in like a very, um, intimate kind of experience, plus having a retreat, um, at the end of 2021, an in-person retreat, that's going to be like a four day, all-inclusive fucking vacation. Um, then you would be a great candidate for the meant for more mastermind, um, which you should DM me or email me like DM me on Instagram or email me to chat about that. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, that's going to be the way to work with me one-on-one throughout the rest of the year. Um, and it's going to be a really powerful group coaching and healing experience. Um, and so, um, yeah, the self-discovery retreat is going to be just a one weekend event, but if you want this kind of work one-on-one, you want way more support from me and you want, um, an in-person retreat and you want to be in a small group of other people who are doing the same thing, the mastermind is going to, the meant for more mastermind, um, starting next month is going to be something you really want, um, to find out more about. So reach out to me about that. Um, I'd love to support you in that container. And yeah, just coming back to this, I was, I decided like I needed to get myself in a group of other people who were leaving their own careers. And so I signed up for other people's um, mastermind programs and coaching programs. I hired a business coach because I was like, I need to learn how to do marketing. I need to learn how to get clients. And I just invested in just like you go to school to, or you go to university or whatever to find out the, to learn the skills where you, which you honestly don't really learn a lot of the skills and a lot of the teachings that you actually need in the job you end up getting. But anyway, you end up investing in something to teach you what you don't know. So you can do what you want. Right. And it's the same thing with coaching. It's the same thing with healing. It's the same thing with, um, just getting help or support in any way. It's like, just because you don't have it all figured out and you can't do it all yourself doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. It just means like, Hey, you get to look elsewhere and you get to like be resourceful. So be fucking resourceful. You don't have to have it all figured out. And I also want you to know that I, I had no, I had no idea what I was doing on the back end, but I know that this was a vision I needed to dive into, like from my own heart and from my own soul. Um, and even though my family, my friends, my advisors, my professors, my teachers, and even myself were doubting me, I decided to do it. I hired help. I hired coaches. And I also, when I left my research program and I left with my master's and I didn't get my PhD, um, when I left, I had only had two clients by that amount of time. And I had only made, I think a thousand dollars at that point. And I had already invested thousands in business coaches by then, um, and other kinds of coaches and other kinds of counseling and, and other kinds of like startup fees right? For my business. And I quit. So full-time, I did not have the income yet to, and I went full-time in my business before I had enough income. And actually while I was still making negative money, right? Technically, right? Because I was investing more than I was making. But the thing is you like, what has made me successful now, what has brought me in, you know, the amount of money per client I make in one weekend versus what I used to make in three months before. And me, um, getting, I've been invited to speaking engagements and stuff. Now, um, I'm going to be doing live speaking events this summer. 
um, in, in New Hampshire and elsewhere. Um, and we'll see like where else that, what else that ends up turning into and me having several clients and me making, um, even more money and me having a lifestyle where I only work five hours a day, but I'm going to be making like six figures in business revenue. Like this year I'm projected to make over, over six figures, like, and me making thousands of dollars per client. Like that is something that all happened because I started before I had it figured out. And I'm not saying that if you are starting your business or that you are starting to work for yourself, or if you're leaving your career, that you need to do it with as without not having had as much ready to go as I did, like, or with as much debt as I did or whatever. But the point is that I was not prepared and the timing was not perfect. It was a pandemic. I was in debt. And I did not have a full roster of clients or a whole bunch of income coming in. I did not yet have the income coming in that replaced my previous income, but that didn't fucking stop me. And I don't want it to stop you. Like you don't have to have all the steps figured out. You don't have to have, you don't have to know everything. And all you have to do is, is be resourceful and to continue to hold on to that belief that you are worthy of having what it is that you want. And also like surrounding yourself with the right people and giving yourself and getting the tools that you need in order to get there. Right. And so I want you to ask yourself like one year ago, one year ago was when I was still in my PhD program, working on finishing up my research and leaving with a master's like one year ago, this was like kind of just an idea. Right. And my idea has turned into me having me having helped dozens to hundreds of people by now me having a podcast with with thousands of downloads in less than a few months right me having um me, me making thousands of dollars per client me me getting live speaking engagements and being on a live stage even though the pandemic is still going on like the, all of this happened because a year ago I decided I was going to make it fucking happen, even if I didn't have it figured out. And so I want you to ask yourself, where could you be in one year? Like what dream are you putting off because you don't have it all figured out? You don't know how it's going to happen and you don't feel worthy of going after it, right? What excuses are you letting get in the way? What, like, where could you be in a year? Close your eye. I, we're going to pause for a second. We're going to pause for a second. I just want you to think where could you be in one year? If I went from being in a PhD program that I hated to being full-time in my business and making thousands of dollars per client, like where could you be? What, what, how happy could you, where could you be living? What could you be doing for your work? What could your lifestyle be like? I now work five hours a day or less and spend three hours in the morning meditating, journaling and having sex with my partner. Like it's fucking beautiful. This is a beautiful way of living and it is amazing. And I am here because I started before I had it figured out and I invested from where I wanted to be. And I acted from where I wanted to be, not where I was. I started doing things that did not make sense. I invested thousands of dollars in business coaches. I quit my PhD and started this career before I had a degree in it. I don't have a degree in psychology. And you know how many people I've helped with their own psychology? You know how many people's trauma I've healed? You know how many clients I've, I've helped several clients start their own businesses. I've helped clients learn how to work for themselves. I've helped clients who had chronic illnesses that stopped them from being able to work for other people. And now they're making hundreds and thousands of dollars working for themselves. And, and I help people like, I did that without the degree. I did it without having it all figured out at the beginning. Right. And so I want you to know, like with my own experience of starting my business and with the several clients that I've had now that I've helped shift careers and to start their own businesses, this is something that I can help you with. I can help you in the self-discovery retreat with it. And if you're looking for um, more like one-on-one -on -one support then the meant for more mastermind is going to be for you. And if you sign up, if you DM me and we talk about the mastermind and you end up being a good applet, like a good candidate for that and a good client for that container, you're going to get the self-discovery retreat for free, plus unlimited one-on-one -on -one support from me, plus an in-person retreat, plus, um, 
group coaching um, and in a group of like five to six people who are all doing the same thing, leaving their careers, starting their own businesses or shifting jobs or who are just looking for more, who know they are meant for more and who are leveling up their fucking lives and their relationships and their jobs and everything. So again, I'm going to ask you, where could you be in a year? Where could you be in one year from now? I didn't know I was going to be here, but I just kept going and I didn't let not having figured it all out, like stop me from being successful. I had the desire and I had the dedication and I didn't fucking stop. And I also was really resourceful and learned and went and hired the people who needed to teach me what I needed to know, right? Stop trying to do it all yourself. Because if you, I want to ask you, like, if is what you're doing right now, is it getting you to where you want to go? Do you know everything that you need to know? Do you like have all the tools you need to have? Do you have, um, like, or do you need someone to give you that extra push? Do you need someone to help you figure out the steps to get there? And so I want you to know in the self-discovery retreat, I'm going to take your, your ideas, your dreams that you've been putting off, your dreams of starting a business or working for yourself or switching into a totally different career um, or like being in that same career, but working in a different place, like whatever dream it is that you have, it doesn't just have to be in career and business. It could be in really anything, but I'm using this this example of career, um, because my, I believe my story is really powerful and it's something that I can help you with too. And I have a lot of experience in, and so I want you to know in the self-discovery retreat, I'm going to be helping you turn your ideas into reality, even if you don't have it all figured out yet. And the, the process of that is like I was saying earlier, releasing the old beliefs from other people that are holding you back releasing the pain from your past that has been holding you back and the low self-confidence that makes you believe that you can't have what you want. I'm going to be helping you feel so much more worthy of what it is that you want and feel deserving of what it is that you want and having more for yourself Um, and accepting where you are at while also going after more because you have to have the self-acceptance before you can go after more. Otherwise, your self-judgment and self-hate is just going to keep knocking you down again and again. And so through that self-acceptance, through self-care, through resting, through getting to know yourself, through stillness, and through a lot of self-acceptance journaling, I'm going to help you feel worthy of going after what it is that you want in your business, in your career, in your life. And in terms of strategies and stuff, we're going to be energetically connecting you to those goals. So some of the tools that I have learned that have been, that have been irreplaceable on this journey are um, manifestation. So I'm going to be teaching you about manifestation and actually taking you through guided, um, guided manifestations through um, all different ways to practice manifestation through journaling, through meditation, through visualizations, through vision mapping, through goal setting, Um, I'm going to help you energetically connect to your goals because that energy is really, really important, especially when in your mind, there's a lot of doubts and negative thoughts that can kick in. So we're going to be energetically connecting to it with manifestation practices through art and through dance to actually connect to yourself and your deeper self and not all this mumbo jumbo and this bullshit that everybody else has told you, but your deep and your true self connecting to your, your power Um, and then we're also going to be doing breath work and the, the, the dance and the breath work and the journaling and meditation, that's all going to support you through this growth period, through feeling really uncomfortable, right? Because me, the idea of me leaving my PhD and leaving science, something that I knew so well, and that I had a very clear path to do, even though I was miserable in that place, like that was really uncomfortable compared to me going after like me creating a business and going after a, a job of purpose and passion that like lit me the fuck up, right? That was still really uncomfortable. And so I'm going to be teaching you a lot of tools that will help you with the emotions of that roller coaster. Because I'm telling you, this is not, it's not easy. It is a roller coaster, but I'll give you the tools to make it a whole lot easier. And it's also going to be a whole lot easier to connect to your goals Um, and to set even bigger ones because you're going to be supported by me and a group of other humans in the retreat. So 10 to 15 other people that are going to be empowering you, bonding over the common goals and supporting your desires, right? So 
for example, in the free um, masterclass that I had a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about um, setting boundaries and speaking up for yourself at, um, at work. And the women who were in there, like one woman was struggling with not um, speaking up for like certain things that she needed in the workplace, like the, um, and, and her needs were just not being met. And she was like, you know, I am going to speak up for myself. And I know that I'm a really good worker. And the other woman goes, of course you are a really good fucking worker. Like you, you are like showing up really well and you are a valuable employee. Right. And so, and yes, go quit your job or go speak up for what it is that you want, whatever it is that you need to do. Like I got your back. Right. And so imagine that, imagine the like bonding with someone else over having had the same struggles and you just both like hyping each other up. You hype one up one person hypes you up then another person hypes you up and then you're all hyping up each other and being like, yes, you do deserve to leave that job. You do deserve to be treated better, right? Being just being surrounded by people who support your goals and your desires and who know your value and your worth. Like that is a magical experience, which is going to be in the self-discovery retreat. And strategically, I'm going to be taking your goals of the business you want to start the, the career you want to shift into the, um, whatever it is that you want to do in your career. And I'm going to help you also map out the action steps, um, that you are deserving of going after, right? Because like, again, I said, you don't have to have it all figured out, but I'm here as, as, and this is something I'm really freaking good at is helping you plan that out. So I'll give the example of, and then I'm going to wrap up, um, my client who started her own business doing spiritual readings and helping other people, um, just connect much more deeply to their spirituality. Like she first had the idea, um, of, well, I, I know that I want to help other people think more positively and like religion is really important to me, but like, and, and so I was like, I can see that you want to help other people. You want to give other people guidance and you really want to empower people to feel more connected, more guided. Like here are all the things to, here are the steps to start marketing um, online or even before you start doing it online here, start doing it with other people that you know, with your friends, with your family, start practicing um, doing readings, start helping them connect to their spirituality and feel more grounded, doing meditations with them. Um, and then we moved on from friends and family. I said, okay, make sure you're getting testimonials. And then also giving her the steps of, okay, this is how you can start marketing it in your own business. And then I also worked a lot with her on the mindset and the confidence behind like charging for her healing services, right? Because if you're someone who loves to give to the world, um, it can feel really scary to charge, charge money. Right. And so we did a lot of work on her mindset and her self-worth to raise her prices. Right. So the technical stuff, the mindset work, that is all something I can help you map out. I can help you write out. Okay. Here are, here's thing one, two, three, four, and five that you need to do in order. Right. And here are the practices that are going to help you along the way. Here's the mindset work that you also need. Right. So imagine you come to the self-discovery retreat. You have no fucking idea what it is that you want, but you just know you want to be happier. I help you clear out all the other bullshit of everyone else telling, telling you what you should want, what you should have. And I help you connect to that, what you really want, helping you discover yourself and what's going to make you happy and what your passion and your purpose is. You energetically connect to setting a goal for yourself that is bigger than you probably would have done on your own, because we're going to be supporting you dreaming bigger and going after more and feeling worthy of having more. And then you're also going to leave with these steps to go after it and the tools to support you during like, like through this growth and through this shift and through this change. Um, and so that this weekend the, on May 15th and 16th, the self-discovery retreat is going to be so powerful and you don't want to miss it. The link is going to be below. Um, and if you're looking for more work beyond the self-discovery retreat, cause the retreat is just going to be one weekend. It's going to be an epic fucking weekend, but it's just going to be one weekend. And so if you're looking for one-on-one -on -one support beyond that, if you want to do it in a one-on-one -on -one, um, container slash group container and have an in-person retreat and all that kind of stuff too, um, where you are really tapping into this energy in all aspects of your life of being meant for more, 
you are going to be a great candidate for my mastermind and you'll get the self-discovery retreat for free. So if you are interested in my mastermind, please DM me on Instagram or email me, reach out to me in some way. And if you want the retreat, get your tickets. Um, again, it's gonna be six to eight hours of coaching from me, um, which in itself is valued at like $800. And the retreat is um, paid in full for 97, or you can split that up into a monthly payment plan of three, um, three payments of 197 to make it uh, more accessible to you. So go get your tickets. Tickets are already selling out. People are already buying tickets for the retreat. Oh, and oh yes. The sooner you buy your tickets for the retreat, the sooner you join the free group chat to start this motivation, this empowerment, these, um, this confidence building work, the support that you need, um, the sooner you start that, right? So the sooner you get the tickets, you sooner, the sooner you join our group chat. All right. I love you so much. I hope this podcast spoke to you and yeah, this was one that I've been honestly waiting to share on. And I'm so excited to share the story with you. I hope it spoke to you. If you want to chat more about business, switching careers, all that kind of stuff, reach out to me. Um, yeah. And I'm going to leave this one here. Thanks so much for joining in on this episode of the podcast. I would love for you to screenshot it, share it on Instagram and tag me at jessica.stephanie16. Feel free to also send links to your friends and family, anyone who should be listening to this podcast. Also feel free to connect with me, email me. You can message me directly on Instagram to chat about the podcast or anything else. And there's also an option in the link below at the bottom of the episode description for you to voice message me on Anchor and ask me questions. Let me know what you're liking about the podcast or what you want to see. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait to connect.